0: How's it, South Africa, and thanks for listening to Farmers Inside Track, the country's most downloaded farmers podcast. Welcome to episode 229. I'm your host, Donumdu. Now, there is a rise in cultivated meat, and in this edition, we unpack how this new technology affects farmers and veterinary professionals. Welcome Dr. Nandipan Dundane, the president of the South African Veterinary Council, who talks more about this lab-grown meat. Thank you so much for joining me, Dr. Nandipa Ndudane. It's such a pleasure to have you here with me on Farmers Inside Track. And I really love to talk more about you on this very interesting topic around cultivated meat. But maybe just as an introduction, more about you and the work that you do within the agricultural space, ma'am.
1: Thank you for having me. I am Nandipa Ndudane. I am currently the president of the South African Veterinary Council and also work as the principal of an agricultural college. My work in the South African Veterinary Council involved putting in regulations, oversight, and standards for the profession, both the veterinary and the para veterinary professions, which means the veterinarians, the animal health technicians, the veterinary nurses, the veterinary physiotherapists, the veterinary laboratory technologists, and the veterinary technologists.
0: Wow, so you wear many hats. You have to navigate yes, my women here. <laughs> and it's such a pleasure to be able to talk to you and get to know more about the work that you're doing and more to this topic around cultivated meat. Maybe we can talk more just in terms of what is cultivated meat for those who might not know it.
1: It's um, cultivated meat is a new science, a new technology where meat cells taken from a live animal are cultivated to produce meat. It's meat grown in a laboratory, if I simplify things, but it's a new biotechnology and the meat tastes exactly the same as meat from a live animal.
0: Wow, that is very interesting. So the taste is exactly the same, but it all happens in the lab. Some might think that you might not be serious about this, but maybe you can talk about a bit about the benefits of cultivated meat. What are the benefits How can it sort of reduce issues around the impacts of climate and all of that as well?
1: Traditionally, livestock farming is one of the industries that produces a lot of greenhouse gas emissions, around 18%. So we are looking at new ways of producing meat that has less impact on the environment. So one of the benefits, of course, is that it is less harmful to the environment because it's the technology that is used in the laboratory. And it also has a potential to reduce world hunger in that more can be produced for less. It's also going to reduce the risk of zoonotic diseases and foodborne diseases because it's controlled and cultured in a controlled environment, sterile environment. It's bringing in new economic outlook for the industry. Those are the espoused benefits for the cultivated meat.
0: Are there any implications for farmers and the veterinary sector and the para-veterinary
1: professionals? Because it's a new technology, I don't want to be rash and say that they are there or not. We need to do a bit more of this, but it looks like it's not going to have a harmful effect on the veterinary and the farmer in that we will always need meat. So, There's space for the livestock and there will be space for the cultivated meat, but the environment is going to benefit more in that whilst we are producing large yields, most of it might be coming from the laboratory.
0: Let's move over the conversation to more the end consumer. Will this lab-grown meat eventually be an affordable option for South Africans and people across the continent?
1: Currently, the scientists are working hard to reduce the issues of the growth media that is needed to culture the meat, because that is the most expensive part of this process. They are looking at alternatives, they are looking at plant-based growth medias, and it does look that it, it has a potential to be cheaper, a cheaper alternative once all the issues around it are then identified and attended to, especially the one of growth media. Be affordable once everything that is around the issues of the growth media then uh, attended to. It does look like it's going to be an, an affordable option for us South Africans in the world.
0: Well, obviously, we have a very you know large farmer audience listening to this podcast, and perhaps they want to tap into the opportunities that this technology offers them in terms of livestock veterinary services and professionals in the space. Can you maybe list some of that for us as well, please?
1: The opportunities that are going to be there, remember, we still need a live animal to get the cells from. So that's why I'm saying there will always be a need for the live animal, whether it's a beef or chicken, a pig to get the cells from. It also offers new opportunities for scientists to work in that area for research and also for new entrepreneurs that will want to come on board because this space As I was researching in preparation for this interview, I only saw two companies in South Africa that are dealing with the cultivated meat. So already there's an opportunity for new startups or to partner and collaborate.
0: And this definitely sounds very exciting for people just stepping into the industry, trying to get, you know, this technology and run with it and not be afraid of it in that way. Maybe you can just um, tell me one last final question. How does it taste? Does it taste like actual meat? Will I enjoy it on a braai (laughs) in South
1: Africa? Let me promise you this, Don. I'm going to go look out for it and taste it. But as I read up on the people that have tasted it, apparently there was a beaker that was put on the market for tasting and they indicated that it's tasting exactly like normal beggar from a normal meat. Because basically it's the cells from the animal. So there should be nothing that is different. But I'm also curious and interested to taste the new cultivated meat. So I'm a meat lover. So I can then assure myself that it's the meat that I know. So yeah. I will let you know why I've tasted it.
0: Thank you so much for your insights, Dr. Nandipa Ndondane, the president of the South African Veterinary Council. Now you've promised to taste that lab-grown meat in the future, and I'm sure we can enjoy it on a classic Mzanzi brai too. Now that brings us to the end of this edition from Ido Numdu. Our technical producer Megan van der and the rest of the Food for Zanzi team have a great week. Bye for now.
1: Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food Form Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.